This episode of the podcast is brought to you by our partner, Audible. Yes, it is. So we are partnered with Audible. That means that if you are looking just to check it out, uh, you don't want to put your card in and just take, take the dive. You can get 30 days for free on us. If you go to audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G or click the link down below. Uh, you'll be taken there. You can sign up uh, for 30 days for free and just test it out. Like there's a lot of stuff on there that you can get for free, a lot of Audible exclusives. Uh, but what I really like about Audible is that out of the hundreds and thousands of audiobooks that they have, if you decide to purchase something, that is yours forever. Like if you decide not to carry on your subscription or you want to take a break or whatever it is, you can always go back and listen to that book whenever you want through the app on the internet. doesn't matter because it's yours. So once again, you can get that for 30 days for free on us. If you go to audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G. If the internet gods have blessed us once again, we are live. Johnny and the Greg. I know behind me it looks like um, I got more of a religious thing going on versus a Christmas. The thing. Church of Johnny. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, which was funny because we started the conversation with that. And I'd say we start with something light right now because <laughs> there's a reason I'm wearing this hat and it's not because I'm a fan. Um. Greg and I, in case you guys are new to this, Greg and I have a bet, a yearly bet that if the Green Bay Packers win, I have to wear a hat for the podcast and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So far in the entire length of our podcast, I Greg has never had to wear the hat. I think he Correct. wore it one time, but he's never had to wear I, it. I did wear it once because the Bears had a great game, and out of respect, I wore it. And you got mad at me. You're like, you don't touch that hat unless they beat. And I was like, okay, fine. I'll never wear it again. <laughs> you, which might look like that'll happen. Um, yeah, it was. A, I'll just go over this very quickly. I did not expect to win. It does not surprise me that we lost. Um, but it is now eight in a row. I think the Packers have won. And with this win today, it's a significant win because the Packers, congratulations, you are the all-time winningest team in NFL history. You have the most wins in NFL history. So we're one behind. Congratulations, Green Bay. It took you 102 years to get it. Congratulations. Just had to put that in there. For those of you that do not know, that's a backhanded compliment. Yep. Anywho, that's all I got because you guys clearly know what you're doing up there still anyway <clears throat> do you i hear you i mean i hear myself yeah. there. Is that yeah I, i'm having an issue here oh, okay. <laughs> i'm trying to all right here we go so what we started talking about is my background i noticed as i'm looking through the camera here it looks like i have a very religious thing going back here like almost like a halo mm -hmm. um and then i said uh i think that's because i don't have colored lights and that transitioned into um i don't we don't do colored lights here yeah. at the house you're 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 a light racist maybe <laughs> or maybe this is going to sound so bad especially what we're going to eventually transition to but 
I, I, yeah, I, maybe. I just feel like <laughs> this sounds bad. I just feel like it looks better on trees. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel um, like I just feel like the clear lights look the better lights. on trees. And what's funny is we have a a Christmas tree that has like you have all white lights. Then you hit a button and it goes to color lights. Mm -hmm. and then it goes into switching back and forth and dimming and all these different color combinations. And so Ursula yeah. is very particular about how her tree lights look. <laughs> and Gwen and loves to run down and click it to rainbows and stuff like that. And that's it. Absolutely. <laughs> that is the correct. I, you know what? I, and I'm not, I'm not a, I don't care. Not, I mean, no, I'm, I'm really not. And what, because when we started talking about this and I was like, you know what? We should just stop talking about this because this is a decent podcast topic. Um, what, because of what I was going to say is I don't, I'm not against the, the white lights on my tree. I got the same kind of tree where I can click it and it mm -hmm. goes between. I can have, I can have white, I can have flashing white. I can yes. have colored, I can have flashing colored. I can have alternating white and flashing yep. to color and, and all those different things. My tree is like the ornaments that I have on it. And I'm looking at it right now um, is like my, my tree topper is the sorting hat from Harry Potter. Oh, I is have, that the Death Star? Nope. Nope. I put the Death Star. Uh, you can't see it, but I put it no, right I here because it doesn't sit in my tree very well. Like, okay. And I get a little nervous by it because it's like the they've actually re-released a new Death Star. Hallmark released a different one and fixed some of the design flaws. But okay. I'm not going to drop the money to get another one. Um so I it's it sits well on the desk. Uh anyway. So like um, amongst my tree I have like nerd ornaments. I've got Star Wars, I got Star Trek, I got a bunch of superhero stuff. Um I've got a bunch from my childhood. So I'm looking at one right now of my picture that is in I think third grade and then my grandma kind of knitted okay. an ornament and and yeah. hot glued my my class picture in there. And it's just full of like different. Do you ornaments. have all the ornaments that eventually your kids make a macaroni ornament or something like that? There are some stuff that my kids have made on there. There's yeah. not a bunch out of those ones that are kind of more homemade are my mom handed me a box at some point and said, these are all the ornaments from that you got over the years. Cause every year my grandma gave me an ornament from the okay. time I was born to the time I was Think 21 um okay. i got an ornament every year and then when i was a teacher like a lot of students give you ornaments and and things like that right and so it's just a, a multi-colored it's a melting thing. pot it is it really is and yeah. to the point where i'm like if i turn just the white lights on it almost seems like it doesn't fit okay like, that makes sense and so, some people decorate their tree with the idea of colored lights being there yeah. so it makes sense so the and we had moms on and mom said colored lights are more traditional well it, traditionally the tree um is actually uh it's not a christian thing it's a pagan thing that the christians then adopted in order oh to, take that was, mom it was candles that <laughs> yeah, you put on were the candles trees. so yep. they were so really kind of the white light is more traditional than the multicolored light um Oh, look and who's so, more traditional. Yeah, go ahead. So, but we had this <laughs> conversation actually this year uh, with my family and, and my daughter uh, 
vehemently, mm, can't talk tonight. Um, she got real excited and overruled it. When I said, Hey guys, do you want to buy like, cause they come in like the big tubes. You see them at like Marshall's or whatever, or wherever you buy your Christmas ornaments from. What? Oh, ornaments? It, it, it's like, here's a kit. Here is, Oh, you have a, a, a seven foot tree or seven foot. Here is the ornaments, the bulbs, the, the ribbon, the everything to, to do your whole tree in, in, okay. in like a theme. Do you want it to be red? Here's all the shades of red. This I see. Okay. Do you, you got, want it to be? She, got a, she overruled the entire house. Well, she overruled because she was like, this is my, <laughs> she's really big into this because she's going to be in college next year. Like, this is my last Christmas home. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> I know. I know. We're like, where are you going? You're not going to war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so she just, she's like, why would we undo like this thing we've been doing for, you know, 18 years. And I'm like, okay, fine. I don't, I don't care. Um, I am finding that a lot of my ornaments are getting old. Like, yeah, I, I have, I have ornaments that I've had to like throw away because it was like a tetanus issue. I'm like, here's this <laughs> cute little brass ornament. And I'm like, it is rusted through. Like the yeah. little train is falling apart. I'm like, okay, yeah, we gotta, we gotta, or mold. I, I had a, uh, an ornament that I remember I got from my first grade reading specialist. Yeah. Like she had, she had, I don't know if she had sewed it together or whatever it was with this stuff there. And I pulled it out, I don't know, three, four years ago. And it was just covered in like white mold. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's yeah, sorry. Not good. Yeah. Sorry, Miss something, something whose name I can't yeah. remember. That's a we funny thing, that. man. Some people get very attached to ornaments. Yeah. 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 They do. It's um, for good reason. I mean, there's some, there's some, yeah, there's some sentimental things there. I think I, 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 we have a box here that's strictly for my mother and it, it never, it never leaves that box. And it's not like Ursula's always like, do you want to put that in the tree? I'm like, you know what? Like, look, I may, I may be coming across to this. I haven't met anybody that does a tree better than Ursula, my wife. I Mm -hmm. haven't met anybody. It's a good looking tree. Yeah. As as far as I'm concerned, and I'm doing a humble brag, it I think it could be in a magazine of at some sort of like Creighton Barrel Christmas. Yep. She does an immaculate tree and it's beautiful and she takes a lot of time at it. And then we have one upstairs that is for the nerd tree. That's where I have my superheroes and now Gwen's part of it. So Gwen, where do you put, put it upstairs? So you know how we have that when we walk up? It's a skinny tree. So when we walk up there's that kind of that empty space so you walk by, up by, by the guest room or by yeah there's like yeah. that little corridor where actually okay it's, uh, it's where the attic is supposed to, there's it's the attic entrance oh so there's this small little space there that we just plop a tree and oh, Gwen and i okay. get to do whatever we want with it so mm-hmm. that's our compromise because sure. actually i don't want to touch her tree her trees are just those are yeah, the type they, where you're like damn we got to take a picture of this they they look good i do have a friend who is uh it's a seasonal job for her but she goes to yes my aunt too she goes to various hospitals and mm. decorates their tree like she's she's yeah i mean it's it's they pay her but she's like oh this one hospital group they're like you're our christmas tree designer yeah and show like one big hospital she's like yeah that that hospital alone has like 72 trees wow and she does all of them there was a time my aunt 
would blow everybody away every year she'd do a unique theme with the tree i remember cool. vividly one time she had a train going all the way through it and all that's, the way down and coming all the that's way up, awesome. back up yeah and then she had one that i thought was her best one she put it upside down oh so sure you walked in you looked at it and it it was it came down to a mm-hmm. point and all the presents were kind of like glued onto the wall i mean onto the ceiling yeah so it looked like you walked in and you were like upside down so she's for a time she did that now she's after a while you run out of ideas i guess or you just don't care anymore but it's a lot of work i mean that's the same thing for people that do those awesome light shows outside their house computer pure passion projects because it's not like people are getting paid for that especially the ones that sync up to music oh yeah they got synced up to music they have an fm station dedicated to where you tune in outside of their house so it feeds right into your car yeah and they're great but man that is a ton of work it's a lot of I work mean, and it's stressful it gets stressful yeah. right yeah yeah my so aunt, I, my aunt now goes downtown to chicago downtown chicago for mm-hmm. some high rises she uh decorates trees for some people that she knows there they pay her like 500 dollars to decorate yeah a tree. yeah yeah that's so she makes a little cash cool. during this time and and i love the people that do that kind of work just like i mean for any holiday really if you're if you're bringing and like you talked about it last week that magic if you're bringing that level yeah. of magic to somebody yeah. even if it's like your office space i think that's cool so yeah so uh how are you guys with christmas do you need white lights or do you need color lights or how how do you do your christmas tree and yeah how attached are you to the way the christmas tree needs to be done like does it have to have a certain ornament that's been handed down through generations or are you just okay with i don't any well, ornament and- I was, like my son he's like do we need a tree this year like he, oh. he, he he's the kind of he's like I, it's just a lot of work it's for a short amount of time sounds like the teenager there and i was like well and i mean as long as they're here yeah i think well and even when they're not here, i think i'm gonna do a tree i'm i've contemplated like where it's at yeah like, just leave it I, there just leave it there and decorate it for different stuff all year that that would be one way remember Mm -hmm. our friend Aaron Kniff Mm -hmm. he had somebody glue everything onto his tree so then he would just take it and walk it down into the basement cover it with plastic and when it was time to uh do it he'd take off the plastic march it up put it like as a like as a grown man they did that he did that (laughs) yeah oh my gosh he did well he was a bachelor Oh, okay. Before he got okay. married, so I'm okay. sure that I'm sure it's different now. I mean, but... like he's got kids. I'm like he's never decorated a tree. With yeah, his he daughters. had somebody come over and glue <laughs> the ornaments and the lights right where they were. Wow. <laughs> so, and I thought I was cheaping out with a pre-lit tree. There you go. There you go. Oh, how are you? How are you? And how is our how is our our listeners? Fake or real tree? Where do we go? Um, I have this decision made for me, uh, in, in that, um, if there's a real tree in the house, like we have too many allergies and whatnot around here. Okay. Um, so that's, we do, it's weird. We do a fake tree and it's pre smells with pre-lit and yeah, they, they sell these sticks that you just hang on there. We got them too. Um, I remember. Here, here's another little story time and mom don't start crying um it was the year had to be like 1990 it was like one of the first years my parents moved into a house that we actually fit into 
So like my brother and I had our own room. Like we could all be in the living room at the same time and not be sitting on each other. Like they, yeah, they got to a house that the, our size of family fit in. And mom really wanted to get a real Christmas tree. Okay. And like they have this cool little alcove. Like it's like that's where the tree goes. Like if you were to walk in to the house, you'd be like, that is where you put a Christmas tree. Right. So they had the perfect spot for it. But she wants to go get a real tree for the first time. And we're like, okay. So we do the the thing, man. I was in uh I was in eighth grade. And so we we go out, we cut down a tree. Oh, you cut uh, it down. We okay. cut it down, yeah. Like we we cut this tree down. It was the first time I actually got behind the wheel of a vehicle. Mom let me drive down the road at the Christmas tree farm, just you know, probably 500 feet or whatever it was. Um and and we we drug this tree into the house. I was not aware of the trail of needles that because yes. this tree, I mean, it was it was pretty big. Right. So we get it in the house, we get it in the alcove, we set it up, decorate the whole thing, got the lights on, covered in sap, I mean the whole deal. But it's it's up, it looks good. And then we go back in the living room. I fall asleep on the couch and from where my mom was sitting, she had a direct line into the tree and I didn't. And so all of a sudden I just hear a ruckus would be the right word for it. Okay. And I go, what happened? And mom's staring at the tree, like shock, horror. Shut up. There's like a squirrel in there or something. No, the tree fell over. Oh, okay. And like and like landed on the dining room table. Was it just decorated? Fully decorated. Oh shit. And I, I mean, there were some shadow and ornaments of my my memory serves. And like mom's screaming for dad then to come down, and dad's like, What? Like, why you know, yeah. why are you yelling yeah. at me? Yeah. And and I, I remember looking at mom and I asked her what's going on. She's like, the the tree fell over. Oh, I mean, just like heartbroken. Yeah. Yeah. That's then sad. we get the tree upright. Dad goes and gets like high tension fishing line. And then we wrap it around the tree. And there were these like window hooks, or maybe dad just put screws right in the there, wall. Yeah. I'm not sure. But we get this thing supported. And then I think they did a real tree for maybe a couple more years. Yeah. And then it was back to the fake fake tree interesting yeah yeah um i've always remembered like getting it out of the house after it died was always the, oh yeah the the, the hard time because of all the needles going falling we um, do people do like burn parties like that's oh, i didn't know about that do they yeah you you let that thing just sit outside your house until it. it until it's nice enough in spring for your first uh oh uh, you're talking about your there for, okay all right yeah and the neighborhood brings over their trees and we throw them on one at a time on a fire and they go up real quick sounds like a pagan thing Excuse too. Me. yeah a little bit probably <laughs> just kidding <laughs> we dance anywho, around anywho. the tree and chant oh no we're not supposed to do that yeah all right i'm going to transition to something that uh kind of happened this week and i knew nothing about it and then i started looking into it and I want to bring it on the podcast because I actually, I have a feeling, Greg, you're more in touch with this for some reason than I would be because I see something and I don't see a big deal. 
Okay. Um, I don't know where this is going. Yeah, so yeah, you don't. You don't. Um, so I guess, long story short, there's a photo out there called the Jerry Jones photo. You guys can Google it if I'm listening. Or oh, I'm sure you've heard yeah. it by now. And mm-hmm. it, it became a big deal because LeBron James brought it up and basically was kind of almost like tongue lashing the media, asking them like, he almost seemed like this parent that would sit there and like lecture his kids on something. Uh Uh-huh. And he was saying something along the lines of, you know, like, why is not everybody asked me about this? You know, and then, and I'm not going to go into his thing, but people are making a big deal out of this. And Greg, I'm going to be a hundred percent honest with you, man. I don't see why this is a big deal. So I want to share the photo. Okay. I was going to say, do you have it? Yeah. So let me, Bear with me, folks. I want to see how long this actually takes me to do this. All right. I You should see it on the screen now. Do you yep, see we it? We got it. We got okay. it. Okay. Yep. So here's the photo. Okay. Now, this is a big deal because this was back in 1957. Okay. Yep. This is and, now this is a meaningful historical photo. Yes, it's absolutely. Way. And so I understand that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, thank God they actually have it circled here. This is Jerry Jones here, the yep. guy that's in the circle. They blow it up here if you guys Jer- can follow my mouse. For those who don't know, Jerry Jones is the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. The billion-dollar billion, owner billion of dollar. the Dallas Cowboys. Yep, he's a billionaire. Okay. He's an old he oil He was man. here for this civil rights movement that happened where um, defiant white students at Arkansas North Little Rock High School blocking the doors of, I think it's six or seven black people from entering because yep. they just ended segregation. Yes. Okay. The, the courts ruled that they must integrate Okay. Schools. Yeah. And I just want to give you how I look at this. Okay. This guy here looked like he's ready to fight. Yep. This guy here loves this whole chaos going on. Yep. The billion dollar owner right here looks like he's a 14 year old boy, which he was at this time, looking over there going, Hey, what's going on? Mm -hmm. That's all I see there. I don't see a guy trying to stop anybody from doing anything. I see a 14 year old kid in a still photo so what we don't know what happened before we don't know what happened after we don't know if he looked at that and just walked away we don't know if he got in the middle of it and tried to break it up we don't know any of this we just see this one photo of him looking over now i the only thing i'm asking is at 14 years old in 1957 yes like what if you, when you hear your the 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 school bully and the kid are gonna get in a fight out in the backyard, everybody's gonna go watch. Doesn't mean you're part of the fight. You just what I'm saying is when you're 14 years old and you know something big's happening, you're gonna go see it. Yeah. So we and and I'm, you did send this to me earlier. I didn't know you're gonna bring yeah. it time, but hang on, um, hang on before you finish, I'll let okay. you go. My question is, Greg, am I because I'm open to this. Maybe I am. Am I racially ignorant to where I don't understand how this is a big, why they're, why this is a big deal for Jerry Jones? Cause it doesn't look bad. Like he's not, he's not the guy with the cigarette. He's not this guy. He's not this guy. He's not this guy. And I can keep going all up and down yeah. the line here. He, I mean, if you look at his face and people, please give us your comments. Let me know what you guys see, because I really want to know if I'm looking at this right or Am I looking at this ignorantly because I'm a middle-aged white man? Right. And, and we're looking at, okay, so 
the idea that I haven't seen where Jerry Jones actually has commented on this. Has he? Yes, he has commented. And what did he this say? Is where, okay, now this is where people are getting them. He's basically saying um, not the PR thing. He's going, wow, wrong place, wrong time, which is probably truthful. Okay. You know, I don't think he said anything in terms of anything other than like, wow, that, you know, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't like, what are you going to say when you, like, if somebody, I don't know, if somebody gave you a, instead of him saying, yeah, I'm embarrassed to be in that picture. That was a dark time. That's, that that's I all think he is, had to say. That I but think he, is the appropriate response. He, yes, but he didn't go that route. No, he, he said wrong like, place, wrong time. Yeah, he just wrong place, wrong time, you know. So. Stuff happens. Um, <clears throat> The fact that he didn't, like, say say that, you know, like this. I am, I'm pointing in. I know you can't see my cursor, but the guy with the cigarette, the guy next to him. On, and I'm even the guy, scroll down to see if he's actually said something. So go ahead. Even the guy on with the on the side of him holding the camera, like you in that zoomed in picture, you can see someone right in front of him who's got a cut, got like a grimace on his face. Yes. Like, what um, the hell? This guy right here. This guy right here. Yeah. But yeah. even like the woman behind there, just over his shoulder, who seems to be not looking at the crowd. This girl. You know, we, yeah. yeah. We don't know her name. Right. The fact that they're focused on the billionaire owner of the Cowboys. And his response to it, like you're saying, he should have said this was a dark yeah. time in American history. This is uh, his actual. Sir, this is his actual response. I didn't know at the time the monumental event really that was going on, and I'm sure glad that we're a long way from that. From that, yeah. I am, and that would remind me just to continue doing everything we can to not have those kinds of things happen. Okay. I don't see that's a to me that's not a bad comment, is it? It, it depends what he means by those those kinds of things. Okay, <laughs> if okay. If Thank he's you. like okay. those kinds of things being forced integration of a school, like we should keep whites with whites, back, blacks with blacks. Yeah, Jerry, don't don't mention that. The don't that's not something you want to say. Okay. If he's saying that you know this was a dark time in American history where um, nobody was getting along, there was a lot of divide, and you know that's yeah. that's bad. Um, then we can, <laughs> he's trying to just play it off like not a big deal. Okay. He needs to make it a big deal and he needs to definitely be on one side of this situation in order for him to not be called out. So um, when I read into this a little bit more is the idea that Jerry Jones, um, owner of the Cowboys who employs or has employed hundreds of, of, different races on his football team as players but it takes him i guess he had a white head coach yet or no he hasn't uh, that's where i'm at. He's you mean as he had a black head coach oh, i'm sorry a black he, he's had all white head coaches okay um, I, I know what you're talking about. You coaching it. staff is is has been predominantly white um throughout his ownership that i don't know okay i i, I, I re-listened to what you sent me with emmanuel yeah. acho he was yeah. talking about head coach, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. He wasn't yeah. talking about any other position. And I actually looked up the roster this year, the mm -hmm. head coaching staff this year. It's 56% white. Okay. Which according to, like, so it was that 40-something percent black coaches. So, like, he had, like, I think it was the actual number was 14 coaches are 
out of a 25 out of a 25 coaching staff that's not right. including strength and conditioning um coaching is 20 there's 25 coaches 14 of them are white 11 of them are black i just counted okay. that right now so i i didn't go in depth and is that the entire time he's owned them i'm just and the question i pose is that is is that just black white and then not counting hispanic Asian, i put any minority any, in, in anything the, in the and yeah. I didn't see any. Now, again, I was looking at faces. So it's like yeah, I wasn't. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So, um, so, you know, the like, and that's what I saw was the Ocho thing that I had sent you of like, yeah. he needs to be racially diverse in his coaching staff and then may, maybe have some leadership positions like the D and O coordinator or head coach be people of color. I mean, that. That would be something that visually people could look at and say, Jerry Jones is trying to get away from this incident um, that showed. Now, you're right. He may, it looks like in that picture that he's just a kid checking out, hey, what's going on? Yeah. But, but, and that's what he should say. I was just thinking, what's going on? As soon as I realized what was going on, I got the hell out of there because I didn't want to be a part of. Right. But in that, that part of this comment, I didn't know at the time the monumental event really that was going on and i'm sure glad that we're a long way from that maybe like when i read that in black and white yeah that's that could be just him saying i didn't think it was that big of a deal okay. like like yeah I, I i didn't want black kids coming in my, into my school but i didn't think that was a big deal at the time okay that's but that's a big deal i mean that's right so the the other thing that i had seen on this is that you know we all do stupid shit when we're 14 um yeah. You know, this happened to be captured on film mm -hmm. or, or or immortalized in history as you were definitely on the wrong side of this particular argument here. So, but here's my point. What do you think was about he? that? Was he? What, is this guy right here? Is this guy on the wrong side? That guy looks like a reporter. Okay. Um, is this guy on the wrong side? What I'm saying I, is, I don't, you're right. Yeah. It, depending on where. <laughs> He needs to go, Jerry Jones. I would feel better if he went into a little bit more explanation of what fourteen-year-old Jerry Jones was thinking at that time. Okay. Um, I, if just looking at this picture, yeah, it is a very. We've got black people on one side, we've got white people on another, and the white people there are looking aggressive. Oh, very much. Or so. Bullied. so you're included with that group and even in if not in the close-up picture but just outside the circle to the our left the jerry's right is a kid who seems to be yelling oh this guy right here yeah yeah maybe maybe he's yelling yeah. maybe he's he seems to be a little bit more interested in what's going on than than uh -huh. jerry does jerry when you look into that uh picture it looks like he's observing but what's going on there right like so I don't, I don't know it, it, the picture is, it is what it is. I think it's right. more in history. Yeah. I think Jerry needs to, uh, you know, like I said, go into some detail and I get the feeling like he doesn't feel like he needs to go into detail. He probably doesn't. He's probably, what like, is he, what is how it says here? He's an he's 80 year old man, 80, yeah. 80 year old billionaire. Most, I, most of them, even 80 year old broke poor people are stubborn as shit yeah yeah that's very true <laughs> i'm gonna stop sharing now so you need to see this anymore no i don't um but i think that's that's might be where he's at where okay 
he's still he's still a very public figure though and and has been in in public in the public eye in texas especially like he oh, yeah. has yeah he has influence he doesn't run from he doesn't run from no. the spotlight no like he's he's definitely in the spotlight he's the one who brought a level of showmanship i think a little bit to the owners group of mm-hmm. like or he's one of those owners. i've heard he's the most when the owners get together mm-hmm. i heard he is the most influential and the leader of all the owners he's he's a charismatic dude for sure yeah um so so to me that means like show a little bit of leadership in this particular arena by explaining yeah i was there here here was my thought process at the time and either either say this was my thought process at the time i'm so glad i got more educated and have changed my views on race or say yeah i was there and i was just watching and and name name i mean like this kid this guy right here that was my friend you know jimmy so-and-so and he he was there and we were just watching and we got swept up in the crowd and we wanted to see what was going on you know do that kind of thing yeah but i haven't seen that yeah i okay yeah i i mean i think from what i understand what his response to the photo is getting more kind of yeah and and that's the photo and, and you know what I think that's kind of fair. I mean, when you're that influential of a guy, the guy who so what you're saying more is powerful okay. than some Texas politicians. Yeah. So what you okay? So what you're saying is because he's in such a spotlight and he's had so much time in terms of saying the right thing about his team and about Correct. that he should have come up with something. Like better. he's got a team of PR people. It's not going to yeah. be hard oh, for, for them sure. to put out for, sure. for him to release a statement of him. Yeah like of his response that would be easily crafted right. and for a guy who's made billions and billions of dollars on the backs of colored athletes or people of color um jeez i can't believe i just said that it's not like my dad um that that that's something that he should make a statement about does that make All sense? Right. Yeah, it does. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm also reading. He, he had another quote down here. It says, nobody there had any idea, frankly, what was going to take place. You didn't have all the last 70 years of references and all the things that were going on. Hmm. Yeah, it's, I, I think I. it sounds to me like he got blindsided. Well, I mean, could be. I mean, and not only that, I I also kind of think that when when Jerry speaks to guys or speaks to reporters, he's speaking to reporters he speaks to every day. So what I'm saying is, there are times, mm-hmm. Greg, I am not well spoken with you because I don't have to be. Sure. And maybe he gets so comfortable with those reporters he sees every day that he maybe. feels it's like a buddy buddy. That I don't. I'm, yeah. uh, again, I'm not trying to defend him. Mm-hmm. I I don't know what there is to defend. I'm just I when I saw the photo, it it didn't yell to me that this guy was on the front lines, and that's what they said. He's on the front mm-hmm. lines trying to stop students from going in there. And I thought, I don't is see he? that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. see him doing that. I don't see violence. I see genuinely a 14 year old kid in a still photo, not a video, right? Being a look photo. Either just looking yeah and and that's and maybe that's it i mean i look at that picture 
Yeah, what what do you see? And what do you see? But when when I first, I mean, I had never seen that picture until you sent it to me. At least okay. not that I recall. The the more famous picture is uh of the the black girl walking into the school. And it's but it's the same area. It could it could be the right? same day. It's yeah, it's Little Rock is the same. It, it could be the same day. Like that's that's more the picture that I've seen. Um when I looked at it, I'm like, well, here's a kid who's going to be counted among this group. Mm-hmm. Like just by positioning and color of his skin. Yeah. And I go immediately. Yeah. I put him with that group, honestly, based on the color of his skin. And I looked at it and kind of did a little bit of research. And I'm like, well, that's probably racist in itself. Like you can't group people together. Right. And their thought process based off of one picture based on the color of their skin. So what, what do you think of the idea that everybody's racist? Uh, you know, I just had this conversation with my kids. Like they they believe everybody's a little bit racist. Like if unless you are raised in a truly multicultural setting, everybody's a little bit racist. But I, I know a guy, um f- artist friend of mine was raised in New York City in one of the boroughs. And he says racist stuff all the time. Now he's, he's from Burma. Like he's Asian hundred percent was raised there until he was like eight years old. And I mean, he says racist shit all the time. <laughs> and right. he's like, well, his, his, his kind of thing is like, I'm Asian. Like who cares? I know I can't say those things and nor would I want to. Right. So, but in his in his mind, I think, yeah, he's got some preconceived notions of lots of different ethnic groups based on experience. And he was raised in probably one of the most multicultural settings in this country. So I would agree that I guess maybe I have a hard time with it because I don't want to be that. I don't want to, I don't want to have that in me that, and, and I'm, I'm honestly to God trying to think of times where I was racist, I guess. I, I don't like I've never I, like any, but here's how ingrained in it I as it was. When I I just I made a faux pas here five minutes ago. Okay. Just in my language. Okay. Oh, okay. I see. Okay. And and that is totally based on my upgrade. And I'm I'm embarrassed by it. Like I'm sitting here kind of sweating a little bit, like, oh my God, like I can't believe you said that. And I don't even remember what you said that would have gotten you that you think would have gotten you in trouble. Instead of saying black athletes, I, I, I don't I think you did. I did. I totally okay. did. Okay. As soon, okay, as, wait, I said, wait, 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 as, soon as I said it, I went, holy shit. I don't want to say it again. Okay. Um, but that that's a term. That's a passe term. Yeah. It's not acceptable anymore. Um, but it's really like, like just a little bit of, of, ignorance and non-multicultural upbringing just came out based on my language now i don't think anybody who really knows me would be like oh greg's racist yeah but being raised in a all-white community like literally less than one percent of my community was of any kind of color okay and that is and that is black black asian latino anything that does have an effect on people like that does yeah i would think it, it would does, for sure it puts it puts a certain amount of blinders on yeah 
So when you say, is everybody a little bit racist? If either conscious or unconscious, I think, yeah, a little bit. And it's human nature, but it's the ability to look past it or be conscious about it. I guess the problem I have with that is I've always looked at, and I maybe I still look at it, by being racist, I'm judging somebody off of their skin color, not their actions. And or I, I automatically don't like a person because of their skin color. Mm-hmm. And that's why I argue with that fact, because I know I've never not liked somebody because of their nationality or their skin. Right. Color. After you get to know them. But if. I so think I'm saying is situations. if a guy's walking up to me and he's from a different nationality, I'm not, oh, he's that nationality. I don't like him off the bat. I've never right. been that way. Right. I don't think you've ever been that way. You're reading no. a comment? Yeah, I was reading a comment. Um, a, a guy who grew up in the same town <laughs> as me is agreeing with the 1%. Okay. Um, and, and I don't know if that number has gone up much at all, Dwayne. Um, as the population increased slightly, I think the the rate of people of color may be increased slightly, but that's about it. So do you um, remember that one time we were at a, a math class and uh-huh. I picked up a black marker? Yep. Yep. And I didn't <laughs> like the black marker. Right. And they said, why don't you use the black marker? And I said, I don't like the black marker. And the black guy in our class, who we were very good, good friends with. He was. He was a fantastic goes, guy. What the hell are you t- what's going on? What are you talking about? Because you like the black market. Like, you he was you kidding. said he was kidding, but you said I don't like black because black is like sinister and evil. And oh, Robert yeah, who okay. literally just went, What the hell, man? Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. And I and felt he, like absolute dog shit for the oh, rest. Yes. You dropped into yeah. like you were like a dog being yelled at. You were like, Oh my god, dude. And yeah. and it was so funny because Robert looked at me like got him right but that's my point is that like right yeah and so that's what i mean like overtly yes you would you and i and and a lot of people we know would never do that right but at the same time and this is this is the whole conversation i have with with even like the boomer generation where they're like i'm not racist i've never been racist i love everybody yes you do but we exist in a system that and, and for me was raised in a system that was predominantly white and so, like, I remember going to college as a freshman, never having had a full conversation with a black person, not one. So that when I moved in to my dorm and there were two guys on the floor that were black and, you know, how they get it, get everybody together in the, in the yeah, dorms, in the dorm, intro, in the, yeah, in the, yeah, in the lounge, lounge. And, we're, and we're doing that. And this guy happened to be. Uh, born and raised on the south side of Chicago. So he was like his, his mannerisms, his, the way he spoke was what I had been told black people are like. Okay. And so it just fed right into my stigma of like, oh, that's black people. And very quickly, first day of class, whatever, meet guys like Robert. And I'm like, Nope, I got to break that. But it took, I mean, it took a little right, bit of time. I, yeah, but you're talking, okay, let's take that example. You're talking about a stigma. That's not racism. Mm-hmm. Or is that I, racism? I, I, th- I think, yes, it plays into it. That stigma, that because it's all come down to stereotyping. 
Okay. That's I guess maybe I still have a hard time because I've always just associated racism with hate. Right. And it's not, not, not stigmas. Right. And, and it's not always, and God, we really should have a person of color on the you're show. Right. To, yeah, to, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Two white guys add to this about, conversation. Yes. Um, I agree. So, so because you're, we, we don't have the perspective. I'm trying to gain perspective. Really, well, the whole point of the show was is you and I trying to gain perspective on things what we don't come that across. we don't know about. Yeah. So instead of us trying to figure it out without an outside it, voice. Like oh, this, no. yeah. It, yeah. Well, part of it, it gets it gets real hard to get guests on on a, on a Sunday yes, night sometimes. So um, <clears throat> so to our, our friends of color, if you're listening and want to come on the show again, I think we could probably use some re-bringing up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, comment right now. Let us know. Yeah. Well, and because. I, I I'm literally the reason I wanted to talk about this on the podcast is like you said, this is the original point of our podcast besides geeking out and having fun. Yeah. It was to open our minds, figure out things we necessarily, or look at, look at the world through a different point of view. Right. And one that two middle-aged upper Midwestern born and raised white right. guys don't have. Right. Um. So I, I remember, I mean, and the race thing is still strong when, when the yellow hate was really out there, and that was the term that was tagged on. That was for COVID, right? Partially was born out of COVID, but a lot of like crimes against people of Asian descent were, were on the rise, partially because of that. And it was, you know, I, I asked a buddy of mine, the same guy born and raised in New York, and, and I'm like, hey, can you come on the show and talk about this? No, he didn't want to, right? He did, He's like, yeah. no. He's like, no, like, if you want to talk to me about like, I can come on a zoom call with you and your buddy and we can just talk about it, but I don't want to go on record partially from, from his profession. He's yeah. like, I, I can't take a stance professionally because it could come back to bite me in the ass. Of course. Yes. And, yeah. and because like socially, he's like, if it gets out that I was out there speaking to this issue, mm -hmm. he's like, I'm. Like, I don't have the, like, in his culture, he doesn't have the right to be a representative okay. of of his culture. So he's playing it like safe and it's understood. He's, he's playing it safe, but part yeah. of that culture is like, you like, they have, I say they, like, it, well, the feeling I got from him when it, in the Asian culture, like, he has, he has community leaders. They're the ones that get to talk about that, not me. Um, So, so that's why he, he didn't want to come on, which is, again... I didn't know that. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, and even a, a guy that I go to church with, a guy named Stan, I'm like, Stan, can, would you want to come on and talk about this? He goes, uh, no. And he was like, he's born and raised in Hong Kong. Okay. Um, I said, did you, have you experienced this? He goes, oh yeah, totally experienced that. He's like, the racism thing is, is crazy. And I'm like, mm. and he's, he's in the upper Midwest area. I'm like, okay, would you want to come on my podcast to talk about it? He goes, no, like if you want to talk to me about it, that's great. But I don't have, he's like, even my experiences that I have, I'm not, I'm not at a level in the community, in my community that I get to talk about that. I actually would like to talk to them off the podcast then. Cause like I said, yeah. like, like, let me, I want to figure this out because I'm very confused about what true racism is, I guess. Like, I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know how else to explain it other than like, like well, even, you, also, you also have to measure like intent, like that going back to that, that's that story we told about with Robert yeah. Smith in the computer lab mm -hmm. doing math with a black marker. 
my intent wasn't there right. wasn't there like and robert's intent was to make a joke he didn't take right. real offense to it he was no. just joking but no. in but the in, same in the same way that my dad who yeah. i don't believe is racist like he doesn't have hateful things right um you know being a vietnam vet like fought with people of every you know race yeah. and color creating color um, yeah yep like that because that was that was the marine corps in the 60s and 70s and it's like yep, okay, your brotherhood at the same time he uses language that is considered hate speech mm, and okay. so his intent isn't there right to be hateful yes but at the same time like i think i've got him understanding that do not use the n-word around me and my kids and he tries to like he doesn't use that word right often. yeah but it does come up or he uses other words right and you go dad you're not supposed to say that he's like why not and he gets mad he's like why 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 can't i say that and i'm like because that's considered hateful speech so like i said his intent isn't there but at the same time like does that make it okay so you i understand i understand yeah yeah okay well once again greg you and i are not going to figure this out no. or solve this problem it's just something i thought was important to discuss because i just i wanted to i wanted to know if i was looking at this completely wrong or something like that that's all so um so let's anything lighter than that or? yeah yeah we got we're gonna go way lighter now um there is news but I, this is one of those and i'm going entertainment movies now people so okay um there's news i just heard and i don't know if this is news that has been happening for quite some time and it's kind of like wait until we actually see it to believe it type stuff but i hear kathleen kathleen kennedy is officially done yeah she's officially done after the indiana jones movie like I've, she's gone like right. your guy Iger is uh -huh. like he's like gave her like the pink slip or like you know your time's up until here is that true from your circles or i've heard that i've been hearing that for a little bit not just okay. that her contract with yeah. disney was to come on excuse me take star wars through like the the pre-planned like the, the sequel trilogy for films yeah and then those other ones that Disney made, like Rogue One and, and Solo. And then through like the Disney Plus kind of first round of projects. Mm -hmm. And that she could get one Indiana Jones film. Okay. And then when those were done, mm -hmm. she was done. Okay. Now that Indiana Jones was um drawn out because of the pandemic. Like yes. we were really yes. The release, the original release date on that film was literally like two years ago. Okay. Um, so she was going to be done a lot sooner, but she's been hanging on. And I think then that's could be why, like, she hasn't touched Star Wars much lately. Yeah. They're leaving that to Ryan Johnson, not Ryan Johnson. Um, yes, I know what you mean. The other guy and John Favreau. Favreau and uh, Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni, yes. So Dave Filoni and, and Favreau have been kind of, they're like, you guys take Star Wars for now. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll let her do her indie project and she can get the fuck out. Right. Um, I think that's been what she's the plan for a while. That's, that's, just, yeah, like COVID delayed a lot. Delayed a lot of that. So okay. um, 
Yeah. And, and honestly, she's, she's well over 60, isn't she? I don't know. I think she's like, I mean, <clears throat> George Lucas is late seventies, uh, early eighties. Yeah. He has like I, a five-year-old daughter or something. Yeah, he does. I um, think I got a problem. Wow. wow. <laughs> um, and she's not much younger than him because she's been producing with him yeah. since since the late seventies as well. Yeah. Um. So she's at retirement age, and you know, I, when when money's no object, when do you retire? I know that's not really a, mm-hmm. a question sometimes, but um. So, but I believe with Iger coming in and Iger going, oh, I gotta fit, fix this shit show that is Disney right now. Um, I think an easy move for him will be like, hey, we want to bring some new life into Star Wars or Lucasfilm in general. Kathleen, thank you for your service. Decades yeah. with Lucasfilm. You know, good job on those projects you did. Happy trails. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, I think you and I have said it on multiple times. And I, I sometimes I get confused what we've talked about offline versus online. But I think both you and I are like, Favreau, Filoni, take it over, go. Yeah, I mean, and the the thing I like John Favreau in a lot of different ways. I like him as an actor. I like I've liked him mm-hmm. as an independent filmmaker. Seeing him go into Star Wars and like take it over as as like story head and like lead, yeah. you go, that's awesome. We're going to see some really cool stuff, but we're not going to see him do the other things that we've enjoyed seeing him do. Right, I, like writing, directing, and then being. He might still be happy, but. I think happy's done right in the in the MCU. Um oh yeah, I think so too. Yeah. So, you know, I will miss him in that role, but I would very much like to see where he's fully given the reins of Star Wars. Like like it, it is the season of wrapping trilogies together. So like all day today, I could watch, I could binge Harry Potter movies, Star Wars movies. Or Lord of the Rings. I mean, yeah. and we're gonna we're gonna have that all the way through New Year's. Yep. Um, and so I tried. I mean, I I knew I was gonna be on my phone. I was gonna be doing some other shit because I'm flying out tomorrow. Then I'm like, I'll just put uh, Last Jedi. I'll just leave it on while I'm doing oh, stuff around the house. Very funny you did that because I did that with the Force Awakens today. Yep. And I just put it on, and we get to the point where Luke Skywalker is talking to Ray. And kind of his makeshift Jedi temple where it had the little waterscape there. And he's like, I screwed up. I thought I could train him. And that this was, you know, the Jedi were wrong. And they were, and I'm like, like, even Mark Hamill has said, This is not the Luke Skywalker that I knew. This is not the person I wanted to play, but I'm an actor and they pay me to do certain things. Right, and I yeah. was happy to have a job. So I did it. Yeah. And, but even when the main guy who, who kind of crafted that character and is the face of that character is going, eh, we really missed the mark on this one. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta go. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Did. yeah. I, um, yeah, I, I was, I want, I wanted to watch the, they're called the sequels. You know, there's the original, yeah. then the prequels, then the sequels to the original. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> excuse me. I wanted to watch those again because I wanted to, have I judged them hard? Have I, <laughs> and you know, yeah. it's not like I just yep. wanted to see 
what were they trying to do? Because I've read some articles now. I've been really digging into Star Wars. You've been lately. going through like a Star Wars renaissance for you. Yeah, and I'm really digging it. And I'm like, oh, they actually admit that they didn't have a roadmap. They right. didn't know where this was going. Right. <clears throat> and I was like, oh, shit. Like, they admitted that. Like, I, you could tell. But I was like, well, they're never going to admit it. Right. And that was, and they were like, yeah, yeah, we didn't know where we were going with this. And I was like. My when I read that, I had to reread it again, and then I mm -hmm. literally said out loud, "What the fuck?" And then, yeah. um, Gwen let me know that was a bad word and I shouldn't say it. Oh, I caught her. <clears throat> I we we met up at a restaurant on Friday when I was in. Did your I say a bad word there? You said "damn," and she oh, she's yeah. like "daddy." Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I know, I know." I she, remember uh, that age. She, uh, yeah, she she jumps on me very quickly with <laughs> words. Sometimes, actually, she goes, oh, "You said a bad word." I'm like, "Honey, I said happy." She's like, "You can't say that." I'm like, "Honey, yes, I can. Happy is an okay word." Anyway, but anyway, going back to the Star Wars thing, yeah, I just I was shocked that they didn't have a plan. Yeah, and that like, was, and then I'm reading into, and this is three four five years ago news that i just discovered now um is that lucas had ideas yes and favro and filoni actually sat down and listened to them mm -hmm. and now that puts them in a very awkward position because they have to take some of lucas's ideas put them in the mandalorian and maybe ahsoka Mm -hmm. And then have it transferred to episode seven. So I heard JJ Abrams had kind of a plan. Okay. Like, and then Ryan Johnson said, Pfft. yeah, for, and JJ Abrams, I think after the first film, he's like, that's a monster. Like doing a star Wars movie is a monster. Yeah. He's like, I can't do another one. Like I can't do two in a row. Yeah, And so then they gave it to Ryan Johnson, who has had some success. I mean, he's not yes. like a hack. Right. But then he took Abram's script and said, nah, I don't like that part. No, this is really why I want to take it. And kind of did on his own. And then when Abrams came back for the last one, he had to do like this weird, try to undo a little bit of what Johnson did. Right. With really getting away. I I'm actually in possession of an original script. You know, it's out on the internet. I grabbed it from there. That was JJ Abrams plan for the third movie. Okay. And you read that and you go, Oh, that's good. That would have been really good. But Johnson killed Luke Skywalker in the second movie where Luke is prominently in the third movie. Oh, and so that so they had to throw something together quick. Ab Abrams' plans were then shot, mm. and I'm like, that was the biggest mistake they made was killing Luke Skywalker. Like I was literally in the theater, and I was like, I did a what the fuck in the theater, like, and I don't speak during films for the most part. Yeah, yeah. But I was sitting there, and I just go, and it was a screening with a lot of my friends, a lot of people from church, and I went, what the fuck. And I, it was audible. And, yeah. and really my wife was like, hey, 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 I'm like, no, this is bullshit. Yeah. Like, I, was, yeah. I was mad. Um, <laughs> there are certain things that I, I think our wives need to understand and just let us vent. <laughs> the, the, 
and for me, it, it hits closer. <laughs> like Luke Skywalker is a very much a part of my childhood. Like, yeah, that's the, I would, wouldn't you say that is your childhood hero? I mean, fictional hero. Yeah, one very much one of them. Yes, I mean, super is Superman and Luke Skywalker. I wouldn't mean, you say? Are, uh, I'm not trying to pick on you or put words in your mouth, or but wouldn't you say you've kind of built a little bit of their good qualities into your character? Dude, I've written college papers about their qualities, and like okay. uh, one of the one of the college papers I wrote when I was a freshman was write write a, a paper about someone you admire, and everybody's doing their parents or their grandpas yeah. or, or or whoever. I wrote mine on Superman, yeah, and I and I didn't use his name through the entire paper until the last sentence, and my professor thought it was genius. Um, anyway, but yeah, those are like very much my two big heroes. Okay. Like, like top, top two were childhood Superman. heroes. Got it. Superman and Luke Skywalker for sure. So to watch what they did with his character mm-hmm. in, in the pre or, or in the sequel trilogies, I go, that's awful. Especially when having read some of the novels that were written pre purchase of Disney, what right. they call the legacy novels where Luke did rebuild the entire Jedi order. And it was a good thing. And we had Grandmaster Jedi, Luke Skywalker, doing amazing things with the Force. Like like the whole pull down a Star Destroyer. Yeah. Those ideas came from those novels of him doing that. Okay. And and it was great stuff. It was great storytelling. His character had, he was still flawed. I mean, he still had some issues. Mm -hmm. But it was great to still read those stories. So they had like this whole backup of history that they could have went with. Yeah. But but Disney for some reason said, "Now nah, we're going to forget all of those novels and not use them." We're going y'all yeah, um Sarah just posted here they they didn't even use Mara Jade who's his wife. Right, like, yeah, I've heard like, I've, I've started reading about those in articles. And, oh yeah, he mean he got yeah. married, he had children cuz he mm-hmm. realized that relationships were actually more important to the Jedi order than than not. Like that right. was that was where they really screwed up is that they didn't allow any kind of relationship. Right. And, and that's how he built this new Jedi order that was super successful. Um, and they just like wiped all that away. And I, yeah. I, you know, and when you're reading those books, Mark Hamill's face is what you see. Yes, of course. Yeah. And, and that's, I mean, that's it. And yeah. so, yeah, that was disappointing to see all that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So sp- so I just want to know if if you heard anything different or if you've been hearing the rumors about Kennedy forever and um yeah, the reason I, we I did um there was oh no it wasn't Kennedy forever I'm sorry it was, oh, it no, was okay. a, someone had posted there was a a movie poster for was it the Blue Beetle oh, coming yeah. out from from DC um yes. somebody posted something like this is trash bring back the snyder verse i'm like get that guy out of the room like yeah i agree like the I snyder verse was good for what it was but not anymore like, like the snyder verse had its own thing and it, now it's it, over not, not only its own thing it had its shot yeah and it, yeah. And, and for it the missed. most part it, it missed. missed yeah you know i appreciate what you did i still watch those movies every once in a while but i don't want any more dark and brooding I don't want Jesse Eisenberg back as whatever Luther he. You don't want dark and brooding Superman. Um, dark and brooding is Batman. That's is Batman, and that's I'm I'm okay with dark and brooding Batman. Um, 
like him him existing in the shadows yes i i don't want batman the musical ever no um, but but there are a lot of other characters in the dcu that are not dark and brooding yeah. um i'm still like if you said what's your dream project of a dcu film because i just showed my oldest daughter the nice guys for the first time i i want a blue beetle booster gold film written and directed by shane black with ryan gosling as booster gold and uh russell crowe as the voice of his little robot dude uh that's around him okay and and make it like a pg-13 just just short of r i think okay and it would be fantastic <laughs> okay speaking of you know what i would like and not actually what i don't want i don't want time travel in indiana jones no or no and i'm and sorry it really feels like that trailer's coming it's it could be and I think they're going to bring time travel in general into the, the, into Lucasfilm because I have heard that that is a way that Filoni and Favreau might undo the Ray. Yes. I've heard that. And I thought that is way so far out there. No one's ever going to accept it. Or maybe there'll be enough star Wars fans where they're like, yeah, yes, let's go with that. (laughs) The whole thing. And maybe Abrams kind of knew that the whole thing with the mirror and I think they eventually did also a thing in Clone Wars that you'll get to with this kind of reflection thing. Okay. Is is alternate versions of the characters. When we see Dark Ray, like that's not just a vision that she has. So we're mm-hmm. almost it's almost a it's almost a multiverse thing. Yeah. And Dwayne, you're absolutely right. Indy better lose an eye at some point. Do you remember that picture? Uh young Indiana Jones. The series okay quality series uh it is canon that old indiana jones like but we're talking well we're talking like the the actor that played old indiana jones was in his late 70s and now ford's in his 80s but he he walked with a cane and he had an eye he, he had to wear an eye patch because he lost it he lost an eye on oh, his I, I, adventure i don't know that but okay yep yep yeah um yeah so the trailer dropped for indiana jones 5 this last week and greg i've never hesitated hitting play on a youtube trailer in my entire life (laughs) and greg you and i have had many conversations off okay what did you think childhood was what i think i honestly this isn't going to be funny or anything i i i don't know what i think it's more or less okay i know this is gonna hurt i just it's like you're just gonna bite the pillow and take it huh yeah it's like i i know it's gonna hurt i'm just going to have to deal with this and there's always there's always that hope that maybe they get it right maybe 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 they're good at just the odd indiana jones numbers you know like one three and five like maybe that's the thing it really looks like they're going to use some of that de-aging technology that oh they for sure and uh, now if they're doing that for luke flashbacks yes with that i think that's but if the case. he goes back in time and the dial of destiny has something to do with the nazi bell and the nazi bell was something that's in reality there's like there was like that's part of the conspiracy theories that the nazi bell 
Um, if you pull it up online, you can find blueprints of the Nazi bell, and that was supposedly time travel. Really? God damn it. I don't want time travel in <laughs> Indiana Jones. It Well. But once you introduce aliens, everything's open. Yeah, really. I, I would say it doesn't fit, but it kind of does. Yeah. Um, but they could have, I mean. Spear of Destiny. That's not hard. I was, I was just going to bring Destiny. it up. Like, not like, hard. Bring it up. Spear of Destiny. It was easy to do. Yes. I think maybe they're trying to get away from Christian mythos, maybe. Even though those were the best ones, was like you're like one three five. I mean, Ark of the Covenant. Well, I mean, Holy Grail five isn't out Spirit yet. But, I mean, yeah, the Last Crusade. It could have been. What well, I mean is, it could have been like the Spirit of Destiny. It would have been. Would have yeah, been yeah. Okay, fitting. thank you. I know what you're saying. Now, I'm one of the very few people that did not hate or did not find any faults or any wrongs with Temple of Doom. I just didn't. Because that's that's just that's just part of my childhood. Just yeah. like you know, look, Greg, for you it was Superman and Luke Skywalker. For me, it was Indiana Jones and no, actually Captain America. But I, I never it. saw a movie it. in Captain America. But I get it. Yeah. I mean, and, and <clears throat> I should probably re rewatch Temple of Doom because I always skip it. Like I'm always like, no, no. Like I, I never really got into that because I never like the the the. Uh, the mythology or whatever it is like the stones the chakra and, stones the chakra stones and the yeah. kind all that that didn't that didn't interest me so that's why i never really... i'll be honest that doesn't interest me either i just like indie i just yeah. liked indie beating up people and saving I did, kids i, I didn't like, understand cool. the mind control piece of it i didn't understand like why why was the that prince all of a sudden stabbing trying to stab short round didn't get it why did the flame in the side knock them out of it i didn't i didn't understand as a kid when i was watching it that's why it never really oh okay, appealed okay. to me okay um so but yeah well, i, I ta i'm talking to a guy on twitter who i actually follow actually for chicago bear stuff he's really locked in on that it's actually that's he's a writer for the chicago bears but he's a big geek and he's going to get on okay this, he's going to get on this podcast i've already talked to him we've agreed on it he's busy now yeah. during the season but we're gonna get him in the off season and talk to him and i told him like i just don't want to talk bears i want to talk you know geek stuff so um but yeah i he was the like he put it on twitter and said like here it is and i was like god please let this be right and he's like I i'm with you buddy but I they're bringing back nazis so that might be good I'm like, maybe well and, it, and it's mads and i really like mads he's cool yes um there's another actor in there and you see him in the film or in the preview i'm sorry when he shoots like there's a crowd of people yes and yes. he's like i like that actor too okay you do like like he's he's been in some cool stuff i like how he delivers lines i don't know if he's a good guy if he's a bad guy or if he's like a good guy that is just against indie kind of thing i don't know but, okay so yeah so to answer your question greg i don't have an actual thought on the trailer yet i just don't i was numb to it i don't mm. i just there wasn't enough for me to sit there and there the i i don't know there the, wasn't enough for me yet the the thought that i had and this was when i watched it and then i also the youtube video i saw used a still shot of when he right before he ducks under the table when he's like whipping things around and, yes 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 and they had a close-up of harrison's face and i'm like holy shit, that dude looks old like really he's old. like and, and he, and he's 80 yeah. and and you know we're trying to make an action start out of an 80 year old that 
is a really tough sell. No, yeah. Just call it what it is, Greg. It's a bad idea. <laughs> just a bad idea. Yeah. So I'm, again, if you're watching, these are two men that are going to see this film. It's oh, I'm going to see it with they're my gonna fucking get, head on. With yep, my they're going to get our ticket money for sure. I'm like, looking at my hat and the 10-foot whip that I will never touch again. Yep. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yes. yeah. Yeah. So um, we are already like hour and a half into this, right? Uh, we're a little bit, not, not a half. We're, we're 10 minutes over. Okay, minutes cool. Over, but... I want to talk about one other thing. Actually, do you want to, should we talk about Willow next week? Give another, um, give another, another episode. We could. Early reaction is I like it. Me too. Yep. I like it for what it is. It is a fun family adventure. That's absolutely. It. Yep. And that's yep. that. We, I'm I totally it. on board for it. So that's yep. fine. watched it with my kids. You know, first two episodes, there were um, emotional reactions to to all of it. So, yeah, it was. Good. Um, I'm actually, I was shocked. I didn't know she was in it. Sandra, San, Sanja, Sorsha, Sorsha. I didn't know she was in it. So I was yeah, like, Wayland. Oh shit, that's her. Yeah, God, no, she still looks hot. Good for her. Really, still does, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, and I was like, awesome. Yeah, you know. And then they've introduced some new characters. The one thing I do want to talk about. All of you people out there are talking about how Disney is turning woke because they have two lesbian characters. Guys, I, I haven't heard one of care. you talk about this during um, Game of Thrones. That's true. Yeah. Like there's flamboyant stuff there in Game of Thrones and no one said a freaking word about right. how Game of Thrones is going woke. So mm -hmm. find something else. Okay, because that that is a really lame argument. It just is. Yeah. Um, the other question I have for you, Greg, and you can just say yes or no. Did you figure out totally? Oh, me too. I figured it yeah. out too. Yeah. Right away. I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> we did laugh at uh Eric, the the son. Yes. Somebody, love somebody, him. He was good. Some of his delivery lines, like is like even his first one, I was like, oh my gosh, he speaks like Owen Wilson. Yeah. Like he's got that speech pattern. I was like, ooh, how's that gonna work out? And it actually worked out for a while. I actually liked him for what he was like for the first couple of seconds. Like, I mean, for you don't see him a lot. No. So for the first episode, episode I actually liked him. Yeah. I was like, yeah. okay, I like this guy. All right. He's funny. And it's kind of cool. He's Mad Mortigan's son, and that's oh, awesome. Yeah, I mean, he did. Yeah. You see the sword flip? Yeah, sword. I was he like, flipped, wow, just good. like his dad. And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. I was like, All right, I let me see it. And I again talking about movies that you're an unabashedly fan of. I will always watch Willow. Absolutely, I like, won't do that. <laughs> I, I, I watched it. I watched it. I watched is it, it a perfect film? No, not at all. It, it is. That's okay. Not at all a perfect film, yeah. but. But to see Val Kilmer like when he when he's in the in the dress and doing that, and then when he yeah. gets the sword, flips the sword, you've got the the theme, the the score is like just, dun, 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 just yeah. perfect. And I'm like, yeah. I love this film. Let's see how I feel when we reconnect with the brownies. That's Part of the not perfect part of the film, but yeah, yeah, because um, I, 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 I hate those guys. Anyway, oh, yeah, 
Yeah, I didn't like them. To me, they're Jar Jar Binks. That just they're just get uh, the yeah, they absolutely get the fuck out of here. Um, other than that, I I really enjoyed it. I enjoy the new the new uh, bad guys they're creating. Yep. I I also really enjoy. I just I think they've done well so far. It's an it's it's an interesting story. I like mm-hmm. things they've added. I've liked I like how things look, how they feel. Part, part just, of my take. I mean, and, and yeah. we got two we got two episodes, and then they're going to come out weekly right. after that. Um, I could see if you're a fan of the show, or if you're a fan of the movies, and, and maybe even you read the trilogy novels after that. Um, if you really want to like if you know you're going to watch a couple of episodes, be like oh i don't want to wait you know what this would be one that i would say maybe wait until they're all out and then just binge it like just do it just do a big binge i'm not going to do that uh because i'm just not going to i'm going to want my 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 week i'm going to want my willow every week now yep yep (laughs) yeah i'm going to want my fix yeah but i could see after watching the first two i'd be like i could see where if someone were to wait and then just kill all of these at once be good i was not aware actually and i started noticing this um i was not aware of how good warwick davis was at his comedic timing Mm -hmm. yeah very funny yeah he's yeah and like when he did the original willow yeah no comedic well he was like he was like 19 by the way i didn't know that i thought i was looking at a 25 year old sure and so when i saw him i was like holy shit you look great guy yeah yeah that's because like he's in his early 50s <laughs> okay well that'll do it then um yeah. yeah like when he did return of the jedi he was yeah seven i think yeah. seven years yeah. old yeah he was um like that. yeah so yeah nope it's it's cool his his uh real daughter is that his real daughter that's his real daughter yep that's cool mims is his real daughter that's cool yeah, yeah. um the the shots the the flashback scenes with yes. him with that stupid looking goatee that doesn't fit but i no. laughed at it yeah because his outfit that i mean it's supposed to be like a stitched kind of thing but it just looks like he's wearing a like a denim onesie right <laughs> like what are you yeah. doing you look like a mean biker yeah it, right. real quick before we end this was there a moment in one of those flashbacks where he came off as a creeper to her a little bit yeah okay. yeah <laughs> where he would he was yeah. like he was literally trying to snatch a child at that point. <laughs> teach, your, like, teach your magic, yeah. It's, that's not gonna go well. Uh, for you. Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, wait, that's not what I mean. <laughs> With his literally that goatee they had on I'm like, are we gonna get like easy rider Dennis Hopper coming in here any minute? Because that's yeah. that's the vibe I'm getting. The only question I'm gonna ask you, and I don't think I'm spoiling it for anybody, do you think we're gonna see Mad Mortigan? Yes, but I don't think we're going to see Val Kilmer. Okay. I was going to say, and if we do, are we going to be really disappointed? <laughs> like, is it going to be Val? And by the way, like, it's, oh, shit, man. It's Mad Mardigan, not Mad Morgan. I, I always fuck that up. Yeah, Mardigan. Um, yeah, I think we're probably going to see him, even if it's a flashback and they do like the superimposed face or I don't know. The technology out there is kind of weird and freaky and um, they can do they can yeah. do anybody's face anybody's voice um so all right man um i believe coming down the pipe though is also for those of you who like amazon and jack ryan um that's coming mm-hmm. out december 21st i believe and i'm a big fan of that so i'll be there's a lot for us to watch as the 
um, holidays come upon us. So you even close to all your Christmas shopping yet? No. Neither am I. No, not even. We've got a couple of things. Like I'd say we're a quarter of the way done. Like when we have ideas for everybody else, I was able, I was actually able to go see my nephew wrestle yesterday, which was cool. Okay. He had a turn, he had a tournament tournament close to my house. And uh, I was talking with my brother and his wife of like, cause we do a name exchange. Mm-hmm. You're like, Hey, what, who do, what do they want? And what about this? And so we got, got that figured out, got some ideas. I'm gone for work all week. So I don't know if I'll be able to do anything much this week. So it's going to be kind okay. of a mad dash when I get back. All right. Sounds like. Sounds like the Christmas season. That's what it sounds yeah. like to me. Yep. Christmas yeah. rush for sure. All right, Greg, sign us out. Well, uh, Ma kind of swung in with a very nice suggestion here right at the end because it is the Christmas season and there's lots of joy and happiness to be spread. So while you're out there doing your Christmas shopping and everything else, just don't be a Grinch. There you go. So for the Greg, this is Johnny saying thank you very much. Have a great week out there podcast out everybody take care see ya